Welcome to Reading to Kids podcast. I'm your host, Jenna. And I'm your host, Peyton. And we're here to read to you or with you. We know that sometimes moms and dads don't always have the time or the motivation to read to their kids each night, and we know how important it is. So, on those nights that you're not in the mood, we're going to do it for you. Can't wait to read with you. Good job, Peyton. High five. Okay, book six of Mercy Watson. It's it. It's a sad day. The the last of the series. And if they release another one, it's going to be out of order. Right? Fricka, fricka. I think if it goes out of order, what we'll do is we'll like unpublish it and then we'll publish it again, but we'll do it like in order. So it goes, it stays in order because that's going to drive me crazy. And you should see Peyton's room. She's, I would say borderline OCD. And I think if you knew that these were out of order, I think it would drive you crazy too. Okay, so the next books, Peyton wants to keep it a secret, but it's spooky kid books. And we got the... Don't spoil it. I'm not going to spoil it. Dude, there's so many spooky kid books. That's not going to give it away. Okay. But the whole month of October. And we're starting... I thought we were starting Tuesday, but it looks like... One... Oh, no. Yeah, it is Tuesday because it was out of order. I'm, okay, I'm going to stop talking because I'm just going to... It's going to be like, relax. You're going to... Don't think too much. You're going to hurt your, your brain, right? Yeah. Hey, you're supposed uh, to say no. Uh, okay, anyways. Mercy Watson. Book six. Mercy Watson, something wonky this way comes. That is a hard... That's hard to say without having to really think about it. Okay. Chapter one. Mrs. Watson... Mr. Watson and Mrs. Watson have a pig named Mercy. Mr. Watson, Mrs. Watson, and Mercy live together on a house on 54 Decawoo Drive. On one Sunday after, oh my gosh, one Saturday afternoon, I had to warm up because we didn't read the past two days. We kind of like did our podcast. I'm going to start over. Okay, you guys, hold on. We're starting over. Okay. Okay. Chapter one. Mr. Watson and Mrs. Watson have a pig named Mercy. Mr. Watson, Mrs. Watson, and Mercy live together in a house at 54 Decawoo Drive. Drive. (laughs) One Saturday afternoon, Mr. Watson said to Mrs. Watson, My darling, my dear, there's a movie at the bayou called When Pigs Fly. When Pigs Fly, said Mrs. Watson. What an inspiring title. Mercy, did you hear Mercy did not hear. Mercy did not hear because Mercy was not listening. It says that there will be the bayou proudly serves real butter, said Mrs. Watson. Oh my, said Mr. Mrs. Watson. Real butter. Mercy's ears perked up. She was listening now. Mercy loves butter. Mm-hmm. She particularly loves butter on hot toast. She would take butter any way she could get it. Oh, they didn't say it how they usually said it. Yes, said Mrs. Watson. It says here that the bayou proudly serves real butter on every bottomless bucket of popcorn. Bottomless, said Mrs. Watson. Bottomless, said Mr. Watson, which means all you can eat. And all you can eat, Mrs. Watson said. What a delightful concept. Mercy thought that all you can eat was a very delightful concept. Let's go to the movies, said Mrs. Watson. Let's, said Mr. Watson. Oink, said Mercy. 
Where are chapter two? Where are you going? said Baby Lincoln. We're off to the movies, said Mr. Watson. Oh, said Baby, what movie are you going to see? It's a movie called When、Would、Pigs fly. fly. That's right, said Mrs. Watson. Look how excited she is. She's like, I have a pig in it. The movie has the word pig in it, and that is exciting to me because I just love pigs. Is it a romance? said Baby. Is it a movie about love? Well, said Mrs. Watson, I think it is basically a movie about pigs flying. Don't be ridiculous, Eugenia Lincoln said. Pigs don't fly. It's a figure of speech. What's a figure of speech? said Mr. Watson. The movie title, said Eugenia. It's a figure of speech to signify the impossible. Well, said Mrs. Watson, we are going to be impossibly late if we don't get going. Would you care to join us? said Mr. Watson. Yes, said Baby Lincoln. Absolutely not, said Eugenia Lincoln. Oh, sister, said Baby, please say yes. No, said Eugenia. But she got into the Watson's convertible anyways. They're in the back with the pig. That's surprising because she does not like that pig. Where are you going? shouted Stella. We're off to the movies, said Mr. Watson. What kind of movie are you going to see? said Frank. It's a romance, said Baby. It will be inspirational, said Mrs. Watson. It's a figure of speech, shouted Eugenia. Is it a movie with a happy ending, said Frank? Oh, it must end happily, said Mrs. Watson. Can we come too, said Stella? The more the merrier, said Mr. Watson. Uh oh, there's a lot of people in their car. Chapter three. Police officer Tamilio had his had the night off. Oh, look, he, what kind of car does he have? A bug.、Oh、my God, we have a beetle. We have two beetles. Officer Tamilio was at the Bayou Drive In. He was with his wife, Mrs. Officer Tamilio. They were in the front row. Oh, that's nice. She doesn't have an identity because she's married. Wonderful. It is nice to have a night off from the relentless duties of keeping the world safe from crime, Officer Tamilio asked himself. It is nice, he answered himself. It is very nice. Mrs. Officer Tamilio smiled. Mrs. Officer Tamilio patted Officer Tamilio's arm. Animal Control Officer Francine Pelou was at the Bayou Drive In, too. Animal Control Officer Francine Pelou was with Alfred P. Tompkins. Alfred P. Tompkins and Francine Pelou were on a date. Are you already falling asleep? p a y t o n we're not even halfway through this. Listen, this is book six. Don't leave me hanging by myself. This is a kid's podcast, and it's creepy that I'm just reading by myself. You got it. You got to stay. You get with the program, sister. Okay.、Oh、I'll stay with you. You know what? Why don't you do me a favor? Sit up for a minute. If you're listening to this and you're getting tired,、no. sit up. You know what I used to do when I was taking long drives at night? Put on the air conditioning. Here, try this. Does that wake you up? Well, my hot breath is probably more relaxing than air conditioning, huh? Okay. Do you think that there will be an actual pig at the movies? said Francine <coughs> Pelou. I'm not certain, said Alfred P. Tompkins. As an animal control officer, said Francine Pelou, I will have found, I have found pigs to be the williest clients of them all. Really? said Alfred. Absolutely, said Francine. Although I did catch a pig once. At least, I think I caught a pig. Fascinating, said Alfred P. Tompkins. Simply fascinating. He put his arm around Francine Pelou. Do you think that they make a cute couple, Peyton? <laughs> They're a very strange couple. I'm not going to say anything judgmental because I don't want to pass that on to your little angels. 
but it's a very strange couple. They don't look like they go together, huh? You have to get the book to see. And if you get the book, it's going to be real clear on page 19. <laughs> Chapter 4. Leroy Ninker. Oh, hey, it's the thief. Great. He works at the movie theater. Leroy Ninker was a small man with a big dream. Leroy Ninker wanted to become a cowboy, but for now, Leroy was working at the Bayou Drive-In concession stand. Leroy Ninker was selling bottomless buckets of popcorn. Yippee-i-yo, he shouted. There's nothing foe. That's right. It's real butter, folks. Top quality, bottomless. And in out of this world, yippee-i-yo. In between pouring butter on popping popcorn, Leroy Ninker worked his lasso skills. He twirled the lasso. He made the lasso whistle. He lassoed the bottomless bucket. He lassoed a stool. Yippee-i-yo, sang Leroy. There's nothing foe about my skills with the lasso. Chapter 5. The Watson's Convertible pulled up to the Bayou ticket window. Help you, said the ticket seller, Beatrice Lipaglione. Okay, these names just keep getting harder and harder. Spell that out, Peyton. What do you think that last name is? Pan. No, there's no, there's no N. <laughs> I think it's like Lapilioni. Here, I'll spell it and you guys can write it down if you want to pause and get a pen. Okay. It's capital L because it's a name. It's her last name. E A P A L E O N I. I think it's La Lapelioni. <laughs> That's hard. And if it's gonna make me say her name fourteen times, oh boy. We are here to see when pigs fly, said Mrs. Watson. Beatrice Lapelioni took her glasses off. She put her glasses back on. She blinked. Um, pardon me all, said Be Be Beatrice, but I am seeing Things kind of wonky. Is that a pig in the back seat of your vehicle? Her name is Mercy, said Mr. Watson. She is our darling, our dear, said Mrs. Watson. I'm not sure pigs are allowed at the bayou, said Beatrice. Actually, said Mr. Watson, she is a porcelain wonder. Do you allow porcelain wonders? Porcelain wonders, said Beatrice. Yes, said Mr. Mrs. Watson. Beatrice Lipilioni blinked. See, I knew it. It was going to make me say her name like 12 more times. I don't think that there are any rules against porcelain wonders, she said. Excellent, said Mr. Watson. Good evening to you then. Beatrice Lapalioni, I'm going to say it different every time, blinked again. She adjusted her glasses. Wonky, said Beatrice Lapalioni. Wonky in the extreme. Chapter 6. Mercy put her snout up in the air and she sniffed. There is a wonderful smell. There was an incredible smell. There was a wonderful, incredible smell everywhere. The wonderful, incredible smell was? What was butter. it? Yep, butter. Mr. Watson said, I think it's time for bottomless pup, uh, bottomless bucket. Frank, why don't you and I go get some treats for the ladies? At the concession stand, the little man behind the counter said, Yippee-i-yo, what do you know? What do you... Uh, uh, Yippee-i-yo, what do you know? Hey, said Mr. Watson, you're the man who robbed us. Robbed you, said Frank. Yes, said Mr. Watson. He tried to take our toaster. My name is Leroy Ninker, he said, said the little man. You're a thief, said Frank. 
reformed, said Leroy Ninker. And if you guys don't know what reformed means, it means that now I'm changed and I'm a better person. I'm, I, they made me form into something better. I'm a reformed thief studying to be a cowboy. Well, good for you, Mr. Ninker, said Mr. Watson. We would like several bottomless buckets. Butter on those buckets, said Leroy. We would take a great deal of butter on those buckets, said Mr. Watson. Yippee-io, said Leroy. That's the way to go. Chapter 7. The smell of butter was absolutely everywhere. The smell of the butter was driving Mercy wild. Where was the butter smell coming from, Mercy thought. She would go and investigate. She leapt out of the convertible. She moved with purpose. Was there anything more heavenly than being hot on the trail of a true butter smell? Mercy did not think so. She trotted faster. Mercy Watson was a pig on a mission. Chapter 8 Hey now, said Alfred P. Tompkins, speaking of pigs, isn't that pig right, isn't that a pig right there? Where, said Francine Pelou. There, said Alfred P. Tompkins. He pointed at the pig that was trotting past the truck. The pig had its snout up in the air, and the pig looked very happy. That, said Francine Pelou, is a pig from Decawoo Drive. I have dealt with that pig before. I wonder if what that pig is doing at the movies, said Alfred P. Tompkins. That's a good question, said Francine. That's the kind of question that only an animal control officer can answer. Fascinating, said Alfred P. Tompkins. Don't make any sudden movement, said Francine Plew. She reached in the back of her truck and she grabbed her net. You think you're going to catch a 400-pound pig with a fishing net? Okay. If you want to see animal control officer in action, Francine said, follow me. Fascinating, said Alfred Tompkins. Simply fascinating. I will be right behind you. Chapter 9. Mercy stopped. She sniffed. The smell of butter was very strong. The smell of butter was very near. The smell of butter was coming from the back seat of a station wagon. Mercy. <laughs> Mercy stuck her head in the window and sniffed again. The smell of butter was coming right from an extremely large bucket in the hands of a very small child. Mercy helped herself. The small child screamed, Papa, a monster's eating my popcorn. Mercy chewed. The popcorn was drenched in butter. It was delicious. The man stuck his face to Mercy's snout. What do you think you're doing, the man said. What did Mercy think she was doing? She thought she was enjoying a buttery snack. Get out of there, shouted the man. He gave Mor Mercy a forceful shove. Popcorn went flying everywhere. Mercy thought that perhaps this was time to move on. Chapter 10. In the front row of Bayou Drive-In, Officer Tomilio sat straight up in his seat. Officer Tomilio said, Did you hear that? Mrs. Officer Tomilio said, Nothing. Was that a scream of distress, said Officer Tomilio? It sounded like a scream of distress, he answered himself. Is someone in trouble? Officer Tomilio asked. Mrs. Officer Tomilio said nothing. It is very possible that someone is in trouble, Officer Tomilio answered himself. Is it time for an officer of the law to step in? Officer Tomilio asked himself. Most definitely, he answered. Officer Tomelio put his badge around his neck and he got the bullhorn from the back seat. He kissed Mr. Mrs. Officer Tomelio goodbye. He said, am I off to make the world a safer place? I am, he answered himself. I am most definitely off to make the world a safer place. Miss Tomelio, Mrs. Officer Tomelio waved goodbye. Chapter 11. 
Mercy discovered that there was hot buttered popcorn everywhere. The car had big buckets of it. Every car had open windows. The popcorn was buttery, the popcorn was crunchy, and the popcorn was delicious. Mercy helped herself, and she helped herself again and again and again. People screamed. People laughed. People fainted. Mercy kept eating. In the meantime, Mr. Watson and Frank returned to the convertible with several, several bottomless buckets of popcorn. Mrs. Watson was crying. My darling, said Mrs. Wat- Mr. Watson, what is wrong? <sighs> it's a tragedy, said Mrs. Watson. I wouldn't exactly call it a tragedy, said Eugenia Lincoln. Mercy is missing, said Stella. Don't worry, said Mr. Watson. We'll find her. I'll wait here if you don't mind, said Eugenia Lincoln. She helped herself to some hot buttered popcorn. Chapter 12. Leroy Ninker heard people screaming about monsters. Leroy Ninker heard people shouting about pigs. Leroy Ninker saw a woman with a net run past the concession stand. What are you trying to catch? Leroy Ninker said. A pig, said the woman with with the net. A pig, said Leroy Ninker. That's right, said the woman. You're going to catch a livestock with a net, Leroy Ninker said. What what you need is a lasso. Okay, now that guy, that's true. He's not going to catch her with a net. Mr. Watson and Mrs. Watson and Stella and Frank and Baby shouted, Mercy! Mercy! Should you remain calm? Officer Tamelio asked. You most definitely should remain calm. At the ticket counter, Beatrice Lipolioni took her glasses off and put them back on. Wonky, said Beatrice Lipioni. Wonky in the extreme. Maybe it's some kind of emergency. Maybe I could call for help. Beatrice Lipolioni adjusted her glasses. She picked up the phone and Beatrice Lipolioni dialed the fire department. Mercy was having a wonderful time. She had consumed a large amount of buttered popcorn and now people were chasing after her. Mercy loved to chase. She ran faster and she kicked up her heels. Gotcha, shouted Francine Pelou. Francine Pelou netted Officer Tamilio. Yippee-i-o, said, shouted Leroy Ninker. He lassoed Francine Pelou. Fascinating, said Alfred P. Tompkins. Simply fascinating. This guy's kind of a creep. There was the sound of a siren. There was flashing lights. A fire truck pulled into the bayou. It, things seem to be out of control, said the fireman named Ned. It's the movie, said fireman named Lorenzo. They make people crazy. Actually, said the man sitting next to next to Ned, I think the pig is making people crazy. Holy smokes, I know that pig, said Lorenzo. That's the toast-loving pig from Decaloo Drive. I'll tell you, said the man standing next to Ned, this is way better than any movie I've seen. It's all been fascinating, simply fascinating. And I guess it's time for us to come to the rescue, said Ned. We should do what only firemen can do, said Lorenzo, and Ned and Lorenzo took off running. Ned and Lorenzo ran very fast. Ned and Lorenzo caught up with Mercy. Hey, said Ned, how about some toast? Yes, said Lorenzo, how's about some toast with a great deal of butter on it? Mercy stopped running. Mercy sat down. 
Mercy thought very hard. Toast sounded like an excellent idea to her. Always. Toast always sounded like an excellent idea to her. Ned sat down to Mercy and he put his arm around her. Oh, said Mrs. Watson, you found her. How will I ever be able to thank you for helping us locate our darling, our dear, said Mrs. Watson. Well, said Ned, I'm a little hungry. Toast would be good, said Lorenzo. Toast, said Mrs. Watson. I would love to make some toast. Who else would like some toast? Okay, everybody's having toast in the back here. Oh, that's cool. They have string lights. We never did get to see that movie, said Stella. I wonder if it had a happy ending. Well, said Mrs. Watson, here we're all together and we're all eating toast, said Mrs. Watson. I can't imagine a happier ending than that, said Mrs. Watson. And the happiest possible ending, said Baby Lincoln. It's almost like a love story. It is a love story, said Mr. Watson. And it's very inspirational, he said Mrs. Watson. Okay, I'm just going to point out, like, how cool would that be if your your famous meal was just toast with butter on it. I mean, is her bread homemade? What is the big deal about this? Is her butter and bread homemade? I'm going to say yes, but that concludes our Mercy Watson. That also um, concludes our podcast for the evening because Peyton has ditched us. She is in sleepy land, and tomorrow we start our creepy books, and she won't let me say what they are, but... I believe there are six of them, and hopefully by the time we um, get through the end of October, we finish them, and then we're going to have some extra ones in there too, so we're going to have tons and tons of extra episodes because these books have like 17, that one has 17 chapters, this one has 29, so anyways, we're going to have tons of chapter, or tons of episodes, you guys. Okay, spooky season is about to get started. And I think we're going to do one more book in between. It's going to be a book that I wrote. And it's called The Fox and the Girl. And it's so cute. So I will be doing that right before um, we start our spooky season podcast episodes. So hang tight. See you tomorrow.